Hi, I'm Fadella, and this is Confidence One Imperfect Step at a Time. I'm a coach, consultant, and author on a mission to rethink the way we build our confidence. I love deconstructing big ideas about personal development into practical strategies that anyone can use. I come unrehearsed and I speak from the heart. Welcome! Today I want to talk about why it feels so hard to say no. And I'm emphasizing the feel because I think we've all been there where intellectually it makes perfect sense to say no to someone and yet when it comes to it, it feels impossible. So we chicken out and we say yes. And I know that because I've been there more times than I can count. This can happen at work after you've promised yourself that you're going to have more boundaries with your time, that you're going to be selective with what you say yes to. But then Anna asks you to help her and you really like Anna and she looks so hopeful and she has so much on her plate. So you try to say no, but then you give in because, well, you want to be helpful and you can't stand the thought of disappointing her and leaving someone in distress. Only now you have too much on your plate. Or perhaps it's a friend who calls you on Friday on your lunch break and asks if you could help her put together, I don't know, say her new furniture the next day, the Saturday. So Friday, you get a call about putting furniture, flat packing uh, on a Saturday. And it can be something like that. Hey, I know it's super short notice, but you know me, I'm really tragic at putting together flat pack furniture. Plus, I mean, oh my goodness, it's something that Andrea used to do when we were together and it's so triggering like it brings up so many memories um, can you please come please help me please um and yes you would love to help but here's the thing you've had a week from hell and you're exhausted and all you were dreaming about all week was being able to go to the gym having lunch with your friends and who knows even taking a nap so what happens next? You have these two conflicting agenda, but you feel so guilty for even contemplating saying no. And poof, goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, naps. Hello, DIY. Do you see a little bit of a pattern here? If you haven't, I'm going to help you out. The pattern is people pleasing or you can put it differently, maybe wanting to be helpful so much so that you're willing to self-sacrifice. Now, if it's a one-off here and there, it's fine. We all self-sacrifice. We all at times put other people's needs before our own, right? And that's absolutely fine to prioritize that. It's acceptable. It's fine. It's even recommended um, to have healthy relationships. What's important is that it's mutual and that it's not a default setting. So I'm perfectly aware of the trade-off that I have to make every time I say yes to something, to helping someone. And that's okay. I want to help because I'm comfortable with the trade-off. Now, if I'm not comfortable with the trade-off or it starts to look like it's going to be at my own expense, the cost is very high, that's, in, that's when it becomes problematic. So just to give you a few examples, if I'm helping my mom out setting up her new computer on a Saturday, I'm not having brunch with my friend and that's fine, right? So this is the kind of trade-off that I'm comfortable with. 
Now let's unpack this concept a bit more. Why is it so hard to say no? Or let's take it even one level higher. Why is it so hard to set boundaries? Because no is essentially a boundary, right? So let, let's have a little think about that. Like the thing that makes it so difficult to say no or to set boundaries is because we often focus on the worst case scenario. So here are a few examples. The sort of thoughts that can cross our minds when thinking, contemplating of say, uh, contemplating saying no. What if he gets mad at me? What if they think I'm selfish? What if she starts telling everyone at work that I'm unhelpful or that I'm not a team player? What if our relationship breaks because of this? And why is the thought of said worst case scenario so excruciating? Like, is it the end of the world? Like, what makes it so hard to have these thoughts? The thing is, we all have an innate need to feel loved and to feel accepted. And the thought of getting kicked out of the tribe is just too hard to even consider. It's wired in us and it goes all the way back to our cave days where being a part of the tribe is what ensured our survival. So now that we've clarified why it feels so difficult to say no, how do we get better at it? Can we get better at it? For me, there are two things that we absolutely need to understand once and for all when it comes to saying no, but also just boundaries in general. Number one, we need to accept that there is no way we can say no to someone without witnessing their disappointment. I mean, think about it. Who likes being said, you know, being told no, right? Is this something you enjoy? I certainly don't. It's like, oh, really? Are you sure? And then you get the puppy eyes or, or the angry frown. We don't like being said no to. Like, that's just, that's just human nature as well. So it's paramount to start building our own emotional tolerance to other people's um, disappointment. So it's learning to tolerate, to witness, to see it. Some people might even verbalize it, right? So we need to be able to listen to them telling us about their discontent and why we shouldn't be saying no. Sometimes people think like, oh, they just need to brainstorm with you so that you can finally say yes and still find it within yourself to stick with your decision to say no. And that's hard. Like, that's so hard. I do this for a living. I coach people on boundaries and I'll still find it hard. And those feeling, feelings of guilt that come up in those situations, I hate to say it, but they never completely go away. Especially when we're dealing with people we respect, we care about, but it just needs to be done. We have to get better at enduring um, those feelings of guilt and preparing ourselves that they're going to come so that they don't take us, you know, take us by surprise and then we end up giving, giving in because of that. Number two, it's important to get comfortable with the idea that two things can be true. Two things can be true. Let me elaborate on that a little. Going back to the example that I mentioned earlier. I can love my friend deeply, care about her, and still decline her very last minute request for help because I know that the cost of not having the rest that I need after a very hectic week is too high to ignore. I can offer to help her another day if that's an option, 
but just not the Saturday, right? Because that was absolutely key to recovery, right? To recharging, recovering, repairing from a difficult week. You see where I'm going with this? Will she understand my decision? I hope so, but maybe she won't. And that's okay. I can still show empathy and that could sound something like this. Hey, I know it isn't what you wanted to hear and I totally get why you're disappointed. I would be too. I'm really sorry. I can't. The fact that my decision is causing my friends discontent does not mean that I am a bad friend or that I am a bad person, period. And as with any tricky situation, I always recommend a little planning, right? And practicing goes such a long way. Perhaps you can start with something small that you regularly find yourself saying yes to when all you really want to say is no right? So start small. They do say practice and all is coming. uh, And this is one of those. Practice it, be playful with it. If you go with the intention of setting a boundary and setting no, and then you chicken out and you don't do it in the end, don't beat yourself up. Be lighthearted about it and have another go. Thank you for listening. And if you have any real life confidence challenges that you'd like to share and you'd like some advice on, please reach out via my website, fadelahilali.com or um, on Instagram at fadelahilali. I love co-creating with you. Thank you so much for listening.